I am so freaking thankful. Hey, everyone, it's November. It's the thankful month. Instead of complaining, let's let's take a trip down memory lane in my life and see what I have to be thankful for. Let's do a background check on thankfulness. Let's go! Have you or someone you know had your life turned upside down because of your past? Of course I have. Everyone does background checks now, which makes it hard to bounce back. What do you believe? I believe your background shouldn't hold you back. It, sh- it should pay you back. This podcast will inspire you motivate you, and inform you with everything you need to rise above your past and and not be afraid to say, go go ahead, check my background. My name is Jaden Gum, and this is Background Check. You already know. Let's go. You can check my background. I'm a forgiving felon, so tell them that I won't back down now. You can bet I won't live in regret. It's time to earn some respect. You are tuning in to Background Check. Hey everyone, welcome to Background Check Podcast. I'm your host, J. Dan Gum, and I just want to say thanks for tuning in. With Thanksgiving, you know, right around the corner, this episode is going to be all about thankfulness. I'm going to talk about some things that I'm thankful for. One of the things we do as a family before we go to bed each night is tell each other what we're thankful for for that day. We try not to dig too deep into days gone by or too far into the future about what we're thankful for. You know, like if we, if our kids know we're going to Six Flags that weekend, you know, or we're doing something really cool, they'll say that they're thankful for that coming up. And we tell them that's great, but we want to know what happened today that you could be thankful for. We try to get them to recognize and acknowledge the little or big things throughout the day that we could be thankful for no matter how our day turned out. You know, when they start crying that it's time to put their tablets away, we ask them, are you thankful that you had time on the tablet? I think they're getting it, but sometimes they forget, just like us adults do. (laughs) You know, 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. I believe this verse encourages us to be thankful in the moment. Whatever that moment is, be thankful. Not for the circumstances, but in the circumstance. Right now, as I'm reading uh, or recording this podcast, my eyes are itchy, they're red, and I'm about to scratch them out. Allergies are so frustrating. I hate them. I've had them all my life, along with asthma. I don't want them. And they can, they can ruin my day at times. But I'm thankful for Benadryl. <laughs> can I get an amen? Uh, Zyrtec and other medicines that I can take to relieve my allergies. Right now I'm working long hours to get all of our Christmas lights installed for all of our clients. And it's taken away from a little bit of family time in the evening just for just a few weeks. But I'm thankful for the extra income our family gets from it too. And, and my kids are too. <laughs> We get extra presents. I'm thankful for a wife who loves me through all my rough edges and helps me to make them smooth. I'm thankful that in the middle of being rejected for a lot of jobs and places to live the first couple years out of prison, she didn't reject me. She loved me and accepted me. And and we were at Jess's volleyball game. Jess is our eight-year-old. And as I'm coaching from the sideline, my wife says that I should just sign up to be a coach. And I told her, 
thanks for the reminder that I have a background, but I couldn't be uh, a coach because they don't let felons coach Little League. I'm thankful for what she said. She says, oh, honey, I always forget about that. I just don't see you as a felon. I'm thankful for all my coaches and teachers in school that sowed seeds into me when I was young, knowing that while I wasn't living my best life at the time, those seeds would take root one day and produce good fruit. I'm thankful that while a lot of people gave up on me, my mom and dad didn't. I'm thankful that my family, especially my parents, came to see me almost every weekend in prison. I'm thankful that my parents didn't give up on me even when I ran away from home and God. My mom's prayers never stopped. I'm thankful that every time the police officer called them at 3 in the morning about me being drunk and passed out on the side of the road, they got out of bed and came to get me and brought my car home too. They never said no, leave him there. They came every time. I'm thankful that on Thursday, November 29, 2001, I didn't die when I ran off the I-35 bridge in Red Oak with a blood alcohol level of 0.267. I'm thankful that even though the devil tried to take my life that night through alcohol, God's angels protected me even when I didn't deserve it. I'm thankful that when I rejected God 100%, he loved me, protected me, and didn't give up on me. And I'm thankful for every one of you who prayed for me because I know that it's because of your prayers, I'm alive. God heard every single one of your prayers. I'm thankful that Judge Gene Kenai said to the court that day, I don't see a very bright future for Mr. Gum. That may, may sound odd that I'm thankful for that, but I'm thankful that he called me Mr. Gum because soon after that I went to prison and for three years I was called Offender Gum. On the chain bus ride to prison, we drove by a Walmart distribution center. I'm thankful for all the years I was able to work at Walmart. I got to prison, and prison was awful. The food was bad. There was no pillow. The bed was small. It was hot. I got into a fight that landed me in solitary confinement on September 18th, 2003, where I spent eight days. I'm thankful that God saw me in that cell all alone. I'm thankful I didn't stay alone for very long because he came and wrapped his loving arms around me, told me he loved me, and he still had big plans for me. I'm thankful that on that day he reminded me that he loves me so much that he sent his only son to die on the cross for all my sins and that his son Jesus' blood covers all my sins. I'm thankful that he loved me enough not to let me stay in the condition that I was. I'm thankful for his grace, his mercy, his truth, forgiveness, love, second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth chances, and counting. I'm thankful for the growth he allowed me to experience while in prison. I'm thankful he didn't let me out till he knew I was ready. I'm, I'm thankful that when I was ready to commit myself to, to being a single man in ministry for the rest of my life, God wouldn't let me pray that prayer. He said he had someone set aside for me. I'm thankful that while in prison, the first book that I read was called The Dream Giver because it's the reason forgiven felons exist. I'm thankful for that day I was released, April 18th, 2006. 
my niece Skylar was there with my parents, and I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful I had a home to come to a lot of men and women getting out of prison do not. That's why I'm thankful God gave me the dream of forgiving felons. I'm thankful for those first few families that I met when we started forgiving felons. Jim and Jackie Jones, Dee Dee and, and uh, the Barnes family. I'm thankful our church allowed us to use a room on the south side of the campus to have our ministry services in. My church has been so helpful, Trinity Church, in, in helping us grow forgiven felons. I'm thankful for the van they bought us to transport our guys back and forth to different things. I'm thankful for the faithful support financially that they've helped us with. I'm thankful that Pastor Becky, when they first got to Trinity and I was on probation, took me to my probation meetings each month back in the mid-90s when I didn't have a ride and I couldn't drive because I didn't have my, my license was suspended. I'm thankful that Pastor Becky didn't give up on me. I'm thankful for David at Highland Meadows Church and, and Keith, Keith and Sheila Craft at Elevate Life Church who also love our ministry and give us all kinds of support when needed. I'm thankful that on my second day out of prison, after a Bible study in which I shared my testimony, a tall, beautiful brunette walked into that room at 9.03 p.m. I'm thankful that the Holy Spirit said, there she is, and reminded me of the conversation that I had with that praying that prayer that someone was set aside for me. I'm thankful that a mentor told me I was worthy in God's eyes to have someone like Jessamy. Tim, you don't know how much you changed my life that day. You changed the trajectory because I was going in a way that didn't believe I, I deserved someone like Jessamy. I'm thankful to Jessamy that she didn't reject me, and she fought for me just as much as I fought for her. I'm thankful for a mother and father-in-law who loved me so much that they let me marry their daughter. I'm thankful, Lane, to you that you came to your daughter's rescue when some Guy out of prison wanted to date her. That showed me how much you loved your daughter. I'm also thankful, Lane, you finally saw me for who I could be in Christ, not the immature, wild kid that I was most of my life. Thank you, Sandy, for being my biggest cheerleader. I'm thankful to all my wife's family for loving me, supporting our ministry, and loving our family so much. I'm also thankful to all the friends who helped me with job opportunities when I first got out of prison. I'm thankful to Jessamy for dating me. That was a crazy two years. I'm thankful you said yes on October 5th, 2007 in front of 1,100 women. And I'm thankful you said I do on April 18th, 2008. Two years exact to the date that I was released. Jessamy, I'm thankful that you see something in me that no one has ever been able to see in my life. I'm thankful that you push me, love me, encourage me, enlighten rebuke when needed, and care for me and our family the way you do. You are the perfect example of unconditional love. I'm thankful you forgive me when I mess up. I'm thankful that you're beautiful because our kids needed some cute DNA. I'm thankful for our journey and that our best years are ahead of us. I'm thankful that we are changing the world together. Speaking of kids, I'm thankful for all four of the little kids, including Bubblegum, who didn't quite make it out of mommy. We speak of you all the time, and we can't wait to meet you in heaven one day. 
I'm thankful that Bubblegum, who who went to heaven after 20 weeks of mommy carrying her, was able to help me minister to a guard at the wind unit who wanted me to pray with him because he and his wife were trying to have kids. They had just had two miscarriages. Because of Bubblegum and Jessa being born a year later, I was able to minister to that guy on a level that he needed to be ministered to. So thank you, Bubblegum. Jessa, I'm thankful for you, all of you. And you are a lot, just like Daddy. Unfortunately, you look more like me than Mommy, but I'm thankful for you so much. You were our first here on earth. You are so smart and witty and full of compassion. I love your heart. You're a great daughter and a great big sister. I'm thankful for the woman of God you're turning into. I'm also thankful for your big personality and how you love to cuddle with me. Gemma, I'm thankful for you as well. You are so beautiful, just like mommy. You look like her. And I'm thankful for your creativity. I love to watch you create. You can create something out of nothing. You're so amazing. I'm thankful you like to play fight with me since you don't like kisses and hugs right now. I'm thankful for your sharing spirit. And I'm thankful for the woman of God you're turning into. I'm thankful that one day in prison, God said that I could embrace my past but not let it identify me or define me. So he gave me a new name, and that new name was Forgiven Felon. I'm thankful that he showed me the illustration of Jesus after he resurrected. He could have had his resurrected body and not had any scars, but he chose to leave the scars in to let people know that he's been through something. So I'm thankful, God, that you allowed me to see the name Forgiven Felon as something good. And I'm thankful that this new name has allowed me to have influence in places I never thought I'd have it. I'm thankful for the beginning days of Forgiven Felons when we just met for service and lunch. I'm thankful for Marty Kennard, our landlord, who bought a duplex to let us run our ministry in and has been faithful to keep that, that duplex up. I'm thankful for the over 200 men who have allowed us to be a part of their journey back from prison or addiction. I'm thankful for Michael Pugh, who came alongside us almost seven years ago to help us run the ministry. Bernie and all you other house managers who've helped us lead over the years, I'm thankful for you guys. I'm also thankful for our future, the, fu the dream of the resource center that will help thousands of men and women across the Metroplex successfully reenter society with more opportunities than ever before. I'm thankful for our board members who are helping us navigate that process. I'm also thankful for all the other reentry programs, the prison ministries that go in and the reentry programs that help them when they get out. I love partnering with as many of you as possible, and I'm thankful for you guys, the way back, the Freeman House, Barbara, Restoring Hope in Fort Worth, John Cordero, New Name Ministries, all of you guys that, that do what we do, thank you. I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful that we will get to go back into prison one day, 
with Mike Barber. Thankful for them. Thank you, Mike Barber, for having a great prison ministry all these years. Thankful we'll get to go back in one day and share Jesus with those inmates. I'm thankful that he's given us the platform of a podcast to share stories of hope. I'm thankful for Southwestern Assembly of God University for making a documentary that is strategically touching people all over the world. I've talked with a couple people in the last two weeks. I talked with um, with one who's living in a car in Connecticut who saw the documentary on his phone. I spoke yesterday with a lady in Colorado who has two sons in prison, and now she wants to open up a house. I'm thankful for you. Yes, you listening right now. I'm thankful for your prayers, your support, whatever reason you're li- for your listening is, I'm thankful that you're listening right now. Maybe you're feeling hopeless right now. I'm thankful that I serve a God that can give you hope. Maybe you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior and friend. I'm thankful that he's not a respecter of persons and loves you so much that he sent his son to die for you. Maybe you're listening and you already support our ministry. I'm thankful for you, and I pray abundance over you and your family. Maybe you're listening just was by an accident. It wasn't. It was a setup. But I'm thankful for you, and you're amazing, and you have a purpose in life, and I'd love to help you find it in Jesus. During these last eight months, we've had a lot to complain about, but let me tell you, we've also had a lot to be thankful for. I'm thankful that God has protected us from the virus. I'm thankful that he sustained us, provided for us. I'm thankful that all the churches and organizations who have been faithfully giving out food. I'm thankful for all the healthcare workers who have worked some crazy hours and shifts. And I'm thankful that no matter who's in that Oval Office, God is in charge. He's going to accomplish his will no matter who sits in that seat. What are you thankful for? I encourage you to be mindful of what you complain about and purposeful in your thankfulness. Remember, in everything, we can find something to be thankful for. If it wasn't possible, he wouldn't have put it in Scripture. So remember, all the people and things in your life you are thankful for. Have a great Thanksgiving week coming up. And stay safe. I love you guys. Thanks for listening to the Background Check Podcast. Go to ForgivenFelons.org to learn more about our ministry. Or if you have a loved one in prison and you need an application, go to the house page. But thanks again for listening. And you have a great Thanksgiving, no matter how you spend it and who you spend it with. If you don't have anybody to spend Thanksgiving with, Come up to the Forgiven Felons House on the 9724 side at 1130, and you can eat Boston Market Thanksgiving dinner with us and the guys and watch a little football. All right? Can you do that for us? If, if you don't, don't, don't spend Thanksgiving alone. Uh, kids aren't allowed, but, um, but, if, but only adults. But come up on Thanksgiving Day if you don't have anywhere else to go and you want some, some Boston Market food. All right? Let me pray a prayer blessing over you before you log off of this. Father, in Jesus' name, by your Spirit, I just pray over everyone listening to this. I pray over their families. I pray over their health. Lord, we pray a hedge of protection 
from the coronavirus, but we also pray anyone who gets it, Lord, that your healing power takes over them. Father, I pray that as we all gather over the next week, Lord, that we keep you in mind in everything we're thankful for regarding you and your son, Jesus. Father, I thank you that we can give thanks in our circumstances. It doesn't have to be for, but even though, Lord, we're thankful for those times because they produce strength in us. Be with every supporter of our ministry. Be with every person who's listening to this that might be in a hopeless condition, Lord. You give us hope, and we're thankful for that. We give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks again for listening. Again, if you need our ministry, ForgivenFelons.org is the website. Have a great Thanksgiving, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Background Check Podcast, brought to you by Forgiven Felons, helping people with a past realize their future. For more information, please visit ForgivenFelons.org. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and please don't forget to subscribe so you'll never miss the latest episode. I'm J.D. Gum, and this has been Background Check.